Girlfriends, episode number 243, Saints in the Making with Lisa Hendy and Katie Broussard. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. This week, I am talking to an author and illustrator of a new Catholic book for kids. I'm a saint in the making. Can't wait to share this conversation with you. Let's get going. Hey, girlfriends, how are you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up for another episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. Always glad to connect with you here. If you are a first-time listener, I want to give you a special welcome. Thanks for being here. I hope you're going to enjoy what we share and stick around. We'd love to have you join our community. If you are a sometime or long-time listener, thanks for showing up again. I'm always glad to connect with you here. So this week, I've got a conversation with two people, an author and illustrator. My good friend, Lisa Hendy, has a new children's book coming out. So we're going to be sharing about that. You're to hear all about that project, which is really a lot of fun. Always love the opportunity to connect with her and her illustrator, who's Katie Broussard. So great conversation. Can't wait to share that with you. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to give a shout out, an invitation for you to join our Facebook group. So there's a Facebook group for Girlfriends Podcast listeners. So if you're listening to the podcast, you qualify. You can join us over there on Facebook. So the URL for that is facebook.com slash groups slash girlfriends podcast. Totally okay. If you can't remember that URL, the link is always in the show notes at ascensionpress.com. If you can't even remember to go to ascensionpress.com, I want to encourage you right now to pause and text the word girlfriends to 33777. The word girlfriends to 33777. That will get you subscribed to our email list that then you will automatically get the show notes every week sent to your inbox. And I love to do this for shows that I listen to regularly because so often, you know, you'll be listening to a podcast and, and what are you doing? You're like folding laundry or you're driving in the car or you're going for a run and you can't stop when they tell you, you know, go check out the link in the show notes and there's something you really want, whether it's a book or it's a resource or it's a website. And I always forget, or <laughs> you know, to look it up later when I happen to be on my computer or have a moment on my phone. So I love it if I can get the show notes sent to my inbox because then I know all of those links are being sent to my inbox. So if I'm listening to the show and they say, oh, this link is in the, the show notes, I'm like, cool, then I'm going to get it and I don't have to worry about it. So that can happen for you right here. All the different authors that we speak to or the different resources that we talk about, the Catholic Moms Summit, for example, that's upcoming, catholicmomssummit.com. Head over there, register for free. I'm hosting this amazing event with over 80 presenters. You are not going to want to miss this. So catholicmomsummit.com. If you can't remember all these great resources and great URLs, a great thing to do is sign up for our email list. Again, you can do that by just texting the word girlfriends to 33777. Sorry, that only applies to people in the US. But people outside the US, if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, just send me an email, danielle at daniellebean.com. We'll make sure you get added to that list. You just can't do the automatic texting thing, which is pretty cool and fun. Sorry about that. But all of this to say, I want you guys to join our Facebook group. It's a private group, so I'm hopeful that it can 
continue to be a safe place for us to have prayer requests, share what's on your heart, share some feedback from the episodes. It's been nice for me to be able to connect with some of the listeners there about the topics we're taking up here on the podcast. Ask for your input for topics. Um, ask a question about the faith or share something that you're struggling with and people can encourage and support you inside of that. So you do have to be a listener of the podcast to join that group. And um, so to be sure that you are, there are just a couple of questions you need to answer. And then I'm going to let you in. So you do have to make that request request. So I'm keeping it closed off to the general public um, in order to protect the fact that I want it to be a, a place where we really are connecting in authentic ways. And that requires some level of vulnerability. So I want to keep the, the Facebook group a private conversation in that way. So again, the URL is facebook.com slash group slash girlfriends podcast, or go to the show notes or subscribe to the show notes happy to connect with you in all of those ways. But now I don't want to hold off anymore because I've got this great conversation that I had recently with Lisa Hendy and Katie Broussard about an important project, a fun project, an inspiring project that you're going to want to know about for the kids in your life. Take a listen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Girlfriends. I'm excited to have two guests here. You know, I think this might be a first for Girlfriends, having two guests on at the same time, except for maybe a few in-person things that we've done. But today, joining me is my good friend, Lisa Handy, and her friend, new friend to me, Katie Broussard. So you guys know Lisa, I'm pretty sure. But Lisa Handy is founder of CatholicMom.com and the best-selling author of several books for adults and children. That's what we're talking about here today. The newly released picture book, I'm a Saint in the Making, which is from Paraclete Press. And Katie Broussard is the talented illustrator of many award-winning books, Audacious Ignatius being one of them. She lives outside of Chicago with her husband and two sons, and she is the illustrator of I'm a Saint in the Making from Paraclete Press along with Lisa Hendy. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome, Katie. Glad you're here on Girlfriends. Oh, thank, thank you, Danielle. This is awesome. I know. How here. fun. Yeah. So this is your first interview for the book. I'm honored that you're, you're launching here on Girlfriends. What a great spot for you to do this. I was excited to get a chance to kind of leaf through digitally, at least uh, the book's contents. And I was just so encouraged that this beautiful work of art is going to be available to families of all different walks of life. So before we dive in and share some more of those details, we'll, maybe I'll go to you first, Lisa, because I think the idea for this book started with you. Can you just share with us how that came to be? It did. You know, Danielle... Um, several years back when I um, wrote the Chime Traveler series, my chapter book series for kids, um, I began going out to schools and visiting homeschooling groups and parishes and to specifically meet with children. And one of the messages that I often shared with them was this message that we're each called to um, this idea of being a saint in the making. I mean, I was talking about this for four or five years um, before the opportunity to do the book actually came up. And, and once I um, signed the contract with Paraclete and um, you know, began working with my great editor, John Sweeney, it just kind of poured out of me because I'd been talking organically about it for such a long time. And, and uh, it was just, it's been such a delight. And I feel like that the Holy Spirit has just had it, had 
the Holy Spirit's wing has been over this project from the very start. <laughs> well, I think it really shows in the pages of this book, particularly through the illustrations, which are just so charming. I can't do them justice. People are going to have to go to the Paraclete Press website and check them out for yourself or on Amazon, wherever you're finding this book. And you can see these beautiful illustrations by Katie Broussard. Katie, maybe you could share with us a little bit about how you came to be a part of this project. Sure. Um, so when uh, Lisa and I met um, and Paraclete reached out to me about uh, possibly illustrating the book, um, mm-hmm. I got a chance to look at the manuscript. And immediately when I read it over, I recognized some saints um, that I knew about their lives and could already sort of imagine the possibilities for how um, it would be really fun to illustrate them and try to share a bit of that story with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also noticed that there were quite a few saints that I actually didn't know their story yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Lee did a really good job of including some more modern saints in the book. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really had to get to learn more about them. And um, as I was considering the project, I was like, okay, let's see, this is a project where I'm going to have to learn a lot about the lives of the saints in order to do it. Mm. (laughs) Kind of a no-brainer. So I was very excited. (laughs) So great. I love that. And and I love that. Danielle, what Katie didn't tell you, can I interrupt you? Yeah, sure thing. The rest of the story. So I actually interviewed Katie about her book, Audacious Ignatius, which is an absolutely charming book about the life of um, St. Ignatius. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, um, you know, one of my favorite things in the world is the University of Notre Dame. Um, right. We have the university in common. But when um, when the manuscript was finished and for this book, and I will not finish, but in the works, and I was talking with John Sweeney about illustrators, I had just spoken with Katie about her book. And I sort of said, this is who's at the top of my wish list. Right. I was so delighted that she was able to come on for it. Thanks. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so Lisa, about this this theme of the book, which is the universal call to sainthood, which you know you felt like naturally came out of your conversations you were having with kids about the chime travelers and other children's projects you've done. Uh, what do you think about um, reasons why this might be a particularly important topic for us to be talking about in today's world to kids? Well, I think first of all, any opportunity to encourage children that um, their voices, that their actions, that their service and their love are valuable and needed. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime we have the chance to do that, it's really important. But right now, especially when the focus is so much inward on homes and our home community, um, that this call to live with one another in our domestic churches is you know, really important. And mm-hmm. I know for, in my life that my children are you know, my heroes and my role models, it doesn't mean they're perfect, but it does mean that I've learned a lot from them. And so the idea of propping up children is important. It's funny, the title of the book sounds so braggy. Like I feel like when I'm going to be introducing myself about this, that I want to emphasize the in the making part of the title, because, you know, we're so far from what we hope to be or what we strive to be as saints. But there's one thing that I know from so vitally loving the stories of the saints is that they weren't perfect. And that gives me just great hope. (laughs) Right. (laughs) A possibility for me someday, you know, probably not to be canonized, but definitely to be called to what they lived in their lives. 
Right. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful message of hope that we can give our kids in the world today. And just so you know, Lisa, when I read that title, I very much hear it like from a child's perspective, like their voice, like what you're encouraging them to embrace. And and that's probably because of the illustrations which accompany it. It's like this beautiful, like look at childhood and young people. And I kind of feel that coming from the kids. And we want to inspire our kids to have that kind of confidence and um, that kind of joy in embracing their vocation. So I think it very effectively does that. You've got the right title for sure. Um, so Katie, maybe you could talk a little bit about the process of illustrating this particular book. Was there anything that was especially challenging about it? Let's see. Um, so the process began with looking at Lisa's uh, manuscript and kind of deciding. Uh, what would go on each page. So, you know, just like a general idea of like this page will be a map and um, this page will be like a close up of this person or whatever. And uh, once we kind of agreed on the general storyboard, um, I made some more detailed sketches um, for each of the pages and kind of dove a little deeper into um, what each illustration would show. Mm-hmm. And I, that's just a really, that was an unexpectedly awesome part of illustrating this book. <laughs> um, the Something that, that occurs to me that I can compare it to is, are you familiar with Lexio Divina? Sure. Type of character called Lexio Divina, where you kind mm-hmm. of choose a scripture passage and Kind of dive into the details of it um, in your in your imagination. Um, it reminded me a little bit of that, just sort of taking whatever moment or saint or scripture passage was in that particular illustration, and when you have to actually paint it, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden have so many questions about like, well, what did that person look like? Right, and what was the name of their parish? <laughs> and what did the parish look like? Was it brick or, you know, um, what country did they live in? Did they live near a river? Like there's so many um, questions that kind of come up when you have to actually draw something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just loved to kind of sit with all of those questions for each illustration and um, doing background research. I love doing um you know, looking up historical references for different things. And uh, I feel like I just learned so much. So that I would say that was a challenge, but also really a blessing of this project. Yeah, I could just feel that you you enjoyed it. And um, that's that's a beautiful thing that that definitely shows in in the final product, the fact that you enjoyed that process. Yeah, it's beautiful. And um, I I like this because it it really, the the process that you're describing, like it's like Electio Divina, is really cool because it kind of brings these saints to life in a way. First, they had to kind of come to life in your own mind. Like, what were they? What were these details like? But then in turn, when you create these illustrations with those kinds of details, it it brings them to life in in the reader's mind, in the reader's eye. And hopefully for the, the kids who are enjoying this book as well, that they're real people. And I feel like that's really the message behind what this book is sharing, that saints are real people. Yes, they're they're heroes, right? And they've got these great virtues and so many things that we can admire, but it doesn't, they're not, they're not, you know, superhuman. They're, they're human. And that we, we too can aspire to that. In fact, we're called to aspire to that. So I think there's really very hopeful and affirming message that's inside the pages of this book. And it comes out inside of those those illustrations as well, they're very, they're very lively. And um, I think that that realism is, is really going to be an inspiring things for kids and, and the parents who are going through this book. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's that's one of my hopes for the illustrations is just that it would um, lead to a conversation between the child and the person who's reading it to them. Just, you know, to kind of, I love the questions that my kids ask when we're reading books, like, oh, what is that? You know, and that can really lead to interesting conversations when it's a book about the saints. <laughs> yeah, right. And that takes me right into the question I was going to ask Lisa, which is about kids inspiring you, because I know through your work with kids and you've got some pen pal programs with the kids who read Time Travelers, and you've really gotten a lot out of that kind of public relationship with kids in schools and kids who've been reading your books. Could you talk a little bit about that and how that was behind this book as well? I have. And, you know, Danielle, it's one of the things that I'm always reminded about when I speak with children is, um, especially young ones, those who are, for example, preparing for First Communion, how much they love Jesus mm-hmm. and how much that shines out of them and what a what a gift they can be in, in drawing us into that love. Um, just And it's not because, you know, they've read Thomas Aquinas or (laughs) because they have, you know, a theology degree or whatever. It's because there's a purity in their hearts and a joy that shines through them. And that to me is like just an incredible shot in the arm and and such a gift no matter where I've traveled and been with children. And and recently, even on um, Zoom calls, I was Zooming with a Sunday school class last Sunday from upstate New York. And there infectious enthusiasm just came through the computer. It was literally six in the morning, my time. And when I finished, you know, singing um, this little light of mine with them and sharing a story with them, I just, I needed to go out for a walk because I was so (laughs) revved up. And I think um, one of the things that we try to do in the second half of the book is to talk about, you know, the little ways that God's calling us to love. Because oftentimes when we think about the saints, we think about these like, humongous acts of martyrdom or, you know, amazing teachings that they gave us. But most of us don't live that kind of a life. And kids remind me that even in the very small ways of loving, we help the world around us. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And um, maybe Katie, can you share a little bit about, I know you're a mom of two young kids. How do, how do, how does your relationship with your kids or with other, other kids in your life kind of feed your work? Yeah. um, So I was thinking when you were talking, Lisa, about how inspiring kids are to you, um, it made me think about now that we're doing e-learning at home, uh, we've sort of been starting each day with a prayer. um, And that has been like such a grounding part of the day because they're expecting it. Like I can't, I can't skip it and say, oh, we're too busy. We're not going to pray this morning. Like they're like, it's time for prayer. (laughs) So we, you know, have been starting each day (laughs) that way. And it's just so refreshing the way that they just see every story with new eyes and like the questions that they ask about it. Um, I was uh, trying to remember some of the questions, but we were reading the Sermon on the Mount and uh, my youngest was like, blessed are the persecuted? That sounds crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, yeah, you know, and it led to a really good conversation. And then the other day, my oldest was said, it's interesting, we were reading about Judas in the Last Supper, and he was like, it's interesting that Judas did something bad, but it was part of God's plan for good. And so mm-hmm. we, I was like, wow, okay, That's <laughs> there's a lot there. Um, so we kind of got to talk about that too, you know? So I feel like just their fresh eyes and their willingness to ask questions um, just makes me kind of take the time to, to think about scripture in a new way. 
Right. Right. I love that. And having I- met Katie's children very briefly, I can say <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> so what <laughs> ages are they, Katie? I agree. I'm biased, but I agree. They're six and eight. Okay. <laughs> Those are great ages. I, I love that. And they you've are, got this- yeah constant source of inspiration and motivation and enthusiasm right there in your own house. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, so the book's about saints. It's about becoming a saint. It features certain saints. Lisa, did you pick your favorite saints to include? (laughs) How did you do it? You can tell Danielle, you know me well enough to know that I would sneak Teresa Blasio in there (laughs) and a little bit of St. Patrick too. (laughs) Yes. um, Yes, I did. But I also wanted to include one of the, one of the, uh, well, sort of saints in the making for the church. Um, Augustus Tolton is is somebody that we feature in the book and he's a name that might be new to a lot of um, people um, on his path to canonization. A very important story. Um, It was fun to research child saints and I could do a whole separate book just on them. Um, Mm -hmm. And this book predated my viewing of the film Fatima, but um, to to include, you know, the children of Fatima in the book was really special. Mm -hmm. I sort of love the page that we have about um, St. John Paul II, just because Katie depicts him in the illustration playing soccer. Yes, I love that. So happy. (laughs) You know, I Um, saw that illustration and I thought this would make a great print to hang up in a a child's room (laughs) who loves soccer. What a cool thing. I I just think um, all of them have their own fun and unique stories. And, you know, I had um, traveled to Australia. So I get a little bit of Mary McKillop in there. Um, Yes. It's just really fun. It's it's fun to see kind of how it played out. Um, and like I said, one thing that's always a challenge I'm writing for children, I'm very verbose. Um, and uh, <laughs> so keeping things tight and clean and short is is hard because um, there are so many of these stories. So yeah, it's almost like tweeting a book, time. right? You get yeah. <laughs> Every word matters. <laughs> Very efficient. Yeah, but you do a great job. I think that the, the message really comes through really clearly in a way that, um, you know, my thing with children's books through the years, I, you know, raising my kids, uh, I just, I did not like to sit down and read a children's book that didn't have something in it for me. You know what I mean? That like, whether it's the illustrations that you also enjoy. And I found those are some of the best children's books because they just appeal to humanity, whether it's through the illustrations or through the text. And, um, you know, there's something edifying for you. Even if you're already familiar with these saints, this book offers a fresh perspective and a new look at some old favorites and then some new names that are thrown in there. How about for you, Katie? Who are some of your favorite saints? Um, well, uh, we already talked a little bit about Audacious Ignatius. Yes. Um, St. Ignatius is one of my favorites. I uh, taught at a Jesuit school for many years and uh, just really loved uh, St. Ignatius's first principle and foundation is a really beautiful prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love uh, Hildegard of Bingen. Um, she is May, do you are you familiar, I'm familiar with her life? Her, but tell us about us tell her about her so that others can uh, learn. She was a nun and an artist and a scientist. And I have a deep love of both art and science. So when I read her life, I was like, oh my gosh, she's my <laughs> here's my saint. Um, and yes, yes. So I inspired by her. She has some beautiful writings. I love, I love Dorothy Day. She is a saint in the making on, on the path. Um, right. and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I've been are, reading. That's a good roundup right there. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that good? I, I can keep going if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I knew you were going to say Ignatius, just knowing your work on that project. And, yeah. um, so could tell you've got an affinity for St. Ignatius, but what a great way to be able to share it with a younger generation, share that joy that you have in the friendship with the saints. Um, So Lisa, I know you already have, with your previous children's titles, been working on some virtual options for classroom visits and that kind of thing. What do you have in the works for this project? So this is really special because um, this summer I had the opportunity to work with six amazing college students on an intern team who volunteered with me this summer. And one of the things that we created was an, a virtual mission that we can take out to um, homeschooling groups and Catholic wow. schools and parishes. Um, and so what it is is a three-part um, presentation, uh, a section of presenting the book to the children a faculty or parent um, teacher retreat. That's like a 45 minute thing that can be done maybe in an after school uh, teacher meeting. Um, and then a parent's evening on how do we teach the precepts of I'm a saint in the making in the home. So the hope is that this will be something that we can take out as like a, a package um, to schools or parishes that want to offer this and, um, And then I love reading the book aloud. And so I've already begun with um, doing just um, virtual readings of the book. And if somebody out there wants to get a group of kids together and help me read to them, I would love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity to have a classroom visit with a a real life children's author. I think that's so great. And I have such fond memories of even my own childhood years ago when a children's author would come to visit our classroom and how special that was. So Today in the age of COVID, that's one of the the side benefits (laughs) that you can get these virtual visits. You could get Lisa to come and read her book to your classroom, your homeschool group, you know, all the different ways that you're educating and collecting your kids together these days, a great opportunity to do exactly that. It takes about 18 minutes to read the book aloud. So I can um, do that. Um, I always show um, slides of the book when I'm reading it online so people can actually see the illustrations more than they see me. They actually see the illustrations, which is really wonderful. And then we have time for a Q&A afterwards. It's really nice on Zoom that I don't have to use the rule that I have when I visit classrooms or kids in person, which is that I don't sign body parts because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's really fun when you visit schools, they want you to sign things. And, and I've had several boys come up with their forearms and say, I don't have any You're a real life celebrity now, at least people are asking you to sign their body. That's, so that's a goofy, a goofy thing. It's like your five minutes of uh, children's author fame. But, <laughs> but you know, when I, when I meet with kids, it, it often turns into me encouraging them. Um, and this is a very common thing for, for school visits and homeschool group visits that they share their stories with me. Um, and so a lot of those pen pal relationships that you mentioned are me um, with, you know, eight-year-olds through 15-year-olds who we share work back and forth. And that's a great gift. Oh, fantastic. I love it. I love it. So where can people go to find out more, to see those illustrations, to get a sampling of this book? 
Yeah. So one thing that was really fun is Katie and I did a book trailer for this book and you hear us talking a little bit on the trailer about the book and you can see some of the artwork um, brought to life. Um, definitely that's at YouTube, but um, paracletepress.com is the home of um, the book. And mm-hmm. so they've got some great look insides and Amazon will have that as well. It's not quite up there yet. And as you and I and Katie speak, we actually haven't held the book in our hands yet. So right. we're, we're both waiting anxiously for our our shipments to arrive. But by the um, time this it, podcast publishes, it, people will be able to get it. It will be. Yeah. And so I would ask that if you're lucky enough to have a, a Catholic retailer near you that you had in there and even just, you know, if they don't have it, ask them to carry it. That's a great gift for us. Yeah. Did you have something to add to that, Katie? My books just got here today. Oh my oh, God. You're kidding. Yeah. Can I thank you? <gasps> Yeah. Yes. Oh so my we're, goodness. we're recording on Zoom. So unfortunately, the <laughs> listeners won't be able to see, but we could see Katie holding her copy of the book. <laughs> oh, wow. Katie, you just made me very jealous. <laughs> One of the disadvantages of living on the West Coast, it'll take a few more days. You'll get it. Get we'll get there. Awesome. You'll have it by the time this podcast publishes oh, for fun. sure. And That's so amazing, Katie. Our listeners. <laughs> So great. Well, we're almost out of time, ladies, but I want to give you each a chance to share with us um, one one thing that you especially enjoyed. What was your favorite part of this particular book project process? You can go first, Katie. My favorite part of the process, um, of the actual illustration process, Mm -hmm. um, was painting the map that's in the Uh book. There's one spread that goes across two pages, and it's like a map of all these different saints. Um, and where they lived and their feast days. And that was so Very fun cool. to paint. Another great print for a child's bedroom. <laughs> I hey, love that. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to think about these side little projects and um, <laughs> ways you can market this. I love it. Yes, you have great ideas. <laughs> uh, how about you, Lisa? What was your favorite? I mean, I have all kinds of answers, but just since she's sitting right here with us, I'll say the chance to work with Katie. Danielle, you know how much I bond with people and I have bonded hard with Katie. And I hope that this will not be our last project together. But I I think that um, seeing her, a mom of two sons like I am, um, where she is in her ministry work right now, it's just been a great gift. So that's an unexpected joy as a, a new friendship that will... Um, she's teaching me a lot. So I love that. Oh, that's <laughs> and beautiful. I have to agree. Working with Lisa was very rewarding and uh, she has helped me and mentored me in so many ways. I'm very grateful. That's beautiful. I love that. That's a, that's a really a side benefit of writing a children's book is you can kind of collaborate in that way, creatively collaborate on the illustrations and the text and kind of go back and forth and the, the fruits of your bonding are on the pages of this book. And I just want to encourage everybody to check it out. We will have all of those links that we've mentioned in the show notes at ascensionpress.com. If you can't remember to go to ascensionpress.com, pause right now and text the word girlfriends to 33777. You will get on our list. All those show notes will get sent to your inbox. You will have the link to I'm a Saint in the making right there for you. Lisa Hendy and Katie Broussard, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on Girlfriends today. It's been a real joy talking with you. Thank you, Danielle. You're amazing. And thank you for the gift of girlfriends and for being a girlfriend. (laughs) Of course. Danielle, this is so fun. Great. All right. So coming up, we've got some more listener feedback for you. But first, we're taking a quick break. I'm Danielle Bean, and you're listening to the Girlfriends Podcast. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ chose corrupt, broken, imperfect, 
sinful men to be the foundation of his church. And because these broken and perfect men chose to remain in relationship with Jesus, they became saints. And they were used by Jesus to transform hearts and minds 2,000 years later. I invite you to check out my book, Broken and Blessed, where you will find practical tools to overcome habitual sin, to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and to walk with an imperfect church toward a perfect God who is calling all of us to perfection over time. To order the paperback book or audiobook, Broken and Blessed, visit ascensionpress.com or Amazon. Welcome back. All right, we're at the point in the show where I usually share some listener feedback, but we're out of time for that. I'm going to hold off and share some of that uh, next week. But there are two things I want to mention before we have to wrap up here. First, uh, I already mentioned it at the top of the show, but I want to mention it now because maybe you're clicking off and you can go right over to catholicmomssummit.com. Make sure you get registered for that event. I do not want you to miss it. And for those of you who are registered, I want to encourage you to think about that all-access pass. So it's free to register. You get access for uh, November 13th through the 15th to all of the talks from 80-plus presenters. You're definitely going to want to check that out because it's free. Why wouldn't you do that? And um, But then if you want lifetime access to the talks plus bonus content, I really want to encourage you to consider that all-access pass. First of all, if you... Uh, contribute it in that way. It's a way that you can directly support the people who are your presenters, the people who are putting on this for you. Also the ministries and Catholic organizations who are working so hard behind the scenes to put this together. So one thing that I wanted to mention, that's one part of the bonus content, and I really want to share this with you, is a virtual retreat. And that's going to be a retreat with me, a 21-day retreat that you can do this Advent. And um, in 21 days leading up to Christmas time, just really very briefly connecting each day with some prayer prompts, some scripture, an action item, uh, a video message reflection from me. And I, I just would love to be able to connect with you in that way. I've talked with you before about some of the virtual retreat options that I have online. And um, this is one way that you can access that. You can check that out. So anyway, I just want to mention that as part of the bonus content. That is part of the Catholic Moms Summit. You can check out all the information for that at catholicmomssummit.com. I really hope I get to connect with you there. I have such a special place in my heart for all of you who listen to the Girlfriends Podcast. Whenever I am out somewhere or I'm speaking somewhere and someone comes up to me afterwards and tells me they're a listener... I already know we're good friends because <laughs> we connect in these meaningful ways through the podcast here. So we'd love to be able to connect with you through the Mom Summit in that way as well. And the other thing I wanted to mention, I already mentioned virtual retreats. If you are interested in having me give a retreat to your community, your parish, your women's group, your uh, young adults group, the young people in your parish, I'm doing all of these things through virtual options. I'd love to connect with you about it. So you can get more information at daniellebean.com slash retreats, or send me an email and I'll be glad to connect with you and give you some more information about ways that we can make that happen for you. It's really important that we continue to make these connections, even in the age of COVID, where it's hard to have large gatherings. This is a nice option. It's not perfect, 
but we're making it work. And I've been so gratified to see some of the ways that God has blessed me through these virtual connections, these virtual retreats that I'm able to offer for women. So check that out, daniellebean.com slash retreats. There's a little form you can fill out there. Give me some information about what you want to have happen, and we will work together and see if we can't do that. All right, that's all the time we have for today, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate the fact that you show up here. It is such a gift to me. The fact that you are listening means you are prayed for and you are a valuable member of the Girlfriends community. I want to thank you for that today. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between DanielleBean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation.